greetings lovely people and welcome to the dread in the shed podcast i am daddy cam of the one love army and i am in the shed telling my stories welcome listeners thank you for joining me and uh, since the last episode we've managed to hit 1.5 thousand view uh, listens so that's fantastic i really must make some more and do keep listening thank you i appreciate it anyway now where was i oh yeah i had ended the relationship with julie in april and begun a relationship with kate and i will obviously have to speak more about that (laughs) in another episode but for this episode i haven't made any notes i've actually got a title and that is maths magic and missing mr marley there you go so i've got a title no script um but there's a couple of stories i'd like to tell and they kind there's a kind of link uh might be a bit cryptic but there is one in there anyway i am going to go back to 1978 (laughs) however uh, we will get to may 1981 but i'm gonna really look back um back to 1978 september when i was in the civil service i'd left the bank and uh, enrolled in a course it was an onc in business studies now the uh, the department of education and science had kind of granted me this day release scheme so you know it was suggested i go and do get a qualification and since i hadn't done any a levels the onc which was the ordinary national certificate was the equivalent of like a level so um i was doing a day release course off i went once a week had a day out of the office and i'd go down to southwark college in the cut um se1 down near the old vic or the new vic can't remember which one it was anyway um so i was doing this course now i was on this course and it was business studies but actually i'd signed up for and wanted to do a an onc in um, business or no public administration it was a it was a different title anyway but however there was only one or two people subscribed to that course so i got lumped onto the business studies course and um yeah and so uh, that's what i was uh, that's what i did and i was studying economics law statistics and accounts in that first year so economics that was my introduction to economics but i was working in the economics division at the department of education and science so it's good for me to learn a bit about economics so we had the economics lecturer his name was alex um and uh, the other one was law uh, so we did a bit of law i can't remember the lecturer there but it was i enjoyed doing law and we did accounts and i was strangely good at accounts but that's another story <laughs> um but yeah i did accounts and the other one was statistics oh now statistics now that's like maths now when i was at school at cray valley um and did my as it were o levels back in the day gcse's now now when it came to maths 
My maths teacher had left the school after it turned comprehensive, after Edgebury joined Cray Valley and it became Kemnall Manor. A lot of the uh, better teachers left. They didn't want to teach at comprehensive. So Colonel Turner, who was a bully, and that's another story. Um, I remember him punching me in the head a few times in one lesson, but that's another story that used to go on. Um, his name was Colonel Turner. Well, he left the school. And then we had kind of various substitute teachers come in and uh, I kind of lost my way really, lost the interest, lost my way and I did the uh, O-level paper and when the results came I got an E which was about as low as you can get without you know being an F or a fail kind of thing so I got, I got an E. Anyway I did stay in the school for a few months as I mentioned and maths was one of the things I was going to retake the O-level so I was doing a couple of A-levels and I was um, retaking maths so I retook the maths O-level but again it was various substitute teachers they didn't really have a settled maths teacher and I had the same result I got a grade E so maths was not a strong point leave it at that now off I go doing this day release and I've got to do statistics and I do recall in one particular lesson coming towards the end of the year now coming close to the exams which would have been uh, would have been in June or July so um, we were in the statistics class and Alex this ginger bearded lecture bespeckled uh, lecturer he was walking around the class and he came to me and there I was writing a song for talk over quite possibly in in the book and uh, he said to me what are you doing I said uh, I'm writing a song he said well why aren't you doing the work I said I don't get it you're going too fast for me so he said well you know um, hang on he said um, anyone else here think I'm going too fast he said um, and if you have a couple of other um, students put their hands up so um, so he said, well, this, this, this uh, curriculum or whatever, this, uh, uh, whatever, <laughs> it should not, uh, it shouldn't be any problem for um, anyone with a maths O level. So I said, um, well, I haven't got a maths O level. He said, well, you shouldn't be on this course then. I said, I didn't want to be on this course. I wanted to be on the public administration course, but I ended up lumped onto this. He said, well, you don't stand a snowball's chance in hell of passing this exam. That, that was his words to me. And, well, strange enough, it was like a red rag to a bull. Who talked to me like that? So, bearing in mind, he was probably absolutely right at the time. I wasn't having it. So, I think it was that evening, I went off to Charing Cross Road to Foyle's, the bookshop, and I'd made a note of the book that he was using to teach us from, like the teacher's book, the one with the uh, questions and answers in. So, um, I... <laughs> So, so I've got a, a car that's a quite noisy car that has just started the engine. So you'll be getting that. And of course, the dog has just started barking. But I really am in the shed. Anyway, I'm losing my thread. Anyway, so um, I went off to Foils and I got the teacher's book. Went home. And I think I had about two weeks to go until the exam. Now, if I remember correctly, I sat in my little room, the one with the little um, record player in, and I had just bought the album Forces of Victory by Linton Kwesi Johnson, and um, with Sonny's letter and so on. I think 
uh, that was the album anyway there was a track on there called the forces of victory which i loved and i stuck this album on on repeat kind of thing i just played it over and over where the forces of victory and where come and i started to do these statistics now i had the questions and the answers remember so i started to work do the questions check the answers wrong 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 that's night one i got it all wrong night two all wrong night three all wrong night four all wrong night five and we're doing things like covariance and correlations and and think and, and, and working out um seasonal variations using these things with crop rotation and stuff like that and it's I'm not getting it at all, and um, anyway, so I've um, worked all the way through every night listening to this album, Forces of Victory, we're coming right through, and I'm getting it wrong every night, the night before the exam, right, the night before the exam, I've, um, I was sitting there working away, and it was if you can imagine an animated cartoon when someone has a light bulb moment but literally I saw just a few inches in front of my third eye like a little light bulb went pink like a little torch bulb went on the light went on and uh, and I started to work out the maths and I did the question and I checked the answer and it was correct another question and I did the question solved the problem look at the answer correct and suddenly correct 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 amazing the night before the exam so next day off to the exam statistics uh, off goes the snowball into hell and uh, off I went and uh, did the exam now never in my life have I ever done an exam where I felt I've got it all 100% right but that's how I felt as I walked out of that exam and there was one other um, student there who was quite bright and I heard him discussing one of the questions with another student on the way out and saying what did you get for questions so and so and I heard these you know his fellows answer and I heard the pair of them discuss and I thought well both of you didn't get it and I knew they didn't get it there was something they missed and uh, it's something to do with this crop rotation and these adjustments you make but it was something that um, I suddenly the light bulb had gone on the night before anyway off we went and off we went we had of course the whole summer and we went back in September 1979 we would have gone back in September 1979 and it came to lunchtime and um, and we went over to the uh, I think it was the Duke of Orange pub or one of Prince William pub or something and um, we were having a drink and this well, I'll just call him briefcase this fella this bright student um, he was having a little boast at the bar and he was as we had a pie and he said um, oh Alex Alex this has been the ginger haired bespeckled bearded lecturer statistics lecturer and economics um, Alex told me I did really well in statistics he said I came second in the year and I said oh did you really and uh, I said uh, what did you get? And he said, Oh, I got 80%. I said, Oh, I think I might have told him then because I, I must have known. I said, Oh, 
I got 83 percent. 83 percent. Now I thought I should have got 100. <laughs> to be fair, because I don't think. Uh, anyway, the neighbour's car's gone now. Peace. And um, anyway, uh, yeah, 83 percent, which meant I must have come top of the year. So uh, that afternoon we went into the lecture and. Uh, as Alex came past my desk, um, he said to me, um, you did rather well in statistics. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> and that was all he said. That was all he said. And it was peace. Now, strangely enough, that was September 1979. By, by 1980, I'd moved into Camberwell. I'd moved into Cambry Mansions. And I ran into him again. Um, of course, I think I'd still seen him at college, but he moved into a, a place in, in Camberwell and we met up and had a little chat and then I went back to his place and we had a little spliff and it was all right, it was all good. So <laughs> I don't know what he made of it because I, honest to God, I didn't stand a chance two weeks before the exam and somehow I pulled it out and came top of the year. And ever since then, maths just isn't a problem, doesn't scare me. Um, I got over the fear of numbers but there you go there was that story anyway so I'm in Camberwell and I'm doing the second year of the course now which again I don't think there was statistics in it but there was some economics maybe some accounts and office procedure and uh, another subject now I mentioned the office procedure because the following year would have been again about June it came to the time for the exams and um, I think my first exam that year was going to be office procedure which was something about letter headings and how to do a business letter that kind of thing and I thought that you know I was pretty au fait with it all anyway so the exam was on something like a Monday or something like that and Bob Marley was coming to town but Marley was coming to town to play at Crystal Palace Park. Now, Crystal Palace Park is a stone's throw away from Oakfield Road in Penge. And we used to go as children up to the park all the time and see the big old dinosaurs and play. And on a Sunday, Vadney would take us up there for a picnic and we'd have jam sandwiches. And there used to be pony rides and all sorts. So, um, yeah, Crystal Palace Park, my favourite park in the world, I'd have to say, to be honest. Anyway, and Bob Marley is coming to play there. And a ticket was available to me. So the ticket was available to me. And um, I saw the ticket there. It was Clive had the ticket. I think I was up at the BFI when he showed me the ticket. And I didn't take it. I said, I've got an exam the next day. And um, yeah, and so, yeah, I'm going to give it a miss. And I gave it a miss. I didn't take up the ticket option. I went and did the exam. And do you know that when September, <laughs> when September 1979 or whatever came round, no, 19, 1980 came round, when September 1980 came round and I got my results, I actually failed that exam by 3%. I got 37%. And uh, Bob Marley had, of course, performed and he'd, he'd performed Redemption Song, I think, for the first time publicly in Crystal Palace Park and I missed it I missed it and uh, to this day it's, it's a regret of mine I, I would advise anyone who's um, you know got something like that going on where maybe one of the heroes or someone they love is coming to perform or do something and they've maybe got an exam or something next day 
never mind the exam go and see <laughs> your hero your whoever it is you want to see and uh, do that uh, instead of doing the exam anyway we'll do the exam but don't spend the night swatting away anyway so there there i am now september uh, 1980 and and life is going on now let's get back up where we were we were in april 1981 and um of course a new relationship had begun but at the same time of course talk over were playing and rehearsing now we were playing up at the old queen's head and we were rehearsing up at the old queen's head but we were also rehearsing in my flat and one night in may um we'd been rehearsing and uh talk over just finished rehearsing and it was me and elder gad i've mentioned him gilbert winter gad man now i'll refer to him as elder gad and uh and we were we were chatting away and uh you know packing away equipment and what have you so everyone else was gone and I was just tidying up the flat a bit and on my mantelpiece little shelf above the fireplace I had a little Bob Marley mirror you know about six inches by four inches uh, with an image of Bob Marley um, overlaid and I took it off the mantelpiece and I gave it a little dust down and I said to Odegaard I said that's my man there and uh and he looked at me and said, uh, in pass last night, yeah. I said, uh, I said, sorry. He said, in pass last night. He died. Oh. And he's telling me that Bob Marley died. Bob Marley died the night before. Now, this must have been May the 12th. And Elder Gad is informing me that Bob Marley, you know, my spiritual big brother um you know light of my life if you like you know the musical inspiration you know everything um was gone bob was gone now there'd been talk of the cancer but then bob had put out certain things saying no he's gonna be fine he's gonna be back and you know and so we were expecting bob to come back um no but bob didn't come back of course, Bob died in Miami on May 11th, 1981. And I remember after Elder Gad went, I think I wrote something on my wall. I don't know what it was, but I know that that night I decided that's it. I'm not cutting my hair again. That's it. That was the end of Clean Cut Camp. I wasn't cutting my hair again. That was it. If Bob was out, I was in as one Rasta man went out and next Rasta man was coming in. And that was it. And whatever mission Bob was on, then I had to help fulfill that mission. So that was quite a night. And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, so there you have it. Maths, magic and missing Mr. Marley. Remains for me to say, One Love Army, I salute you. All of my listeners, I salute you. And from the dread in the shed is blessed love to all mankind. Give thanks.